0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: And Erio's production. Menopause
0: is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. be bald and bearded, shorter tall, funny, smart, love basketball, From gay, straight, black, white, tiny ass with an underbite, I just need sperm, sperm cast. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Guess who's here?
1: It's Amanda, the OG, the, the S-C-O-G. OG.
0: It's a nice, interesting um day. It feels humid. It's muggy. I like it.
1: I'm very comfortable right now. Me too. Oh look, what's what's in your pool? A shark? No. <laughs> oh my god, there's a little animal swimming. It looks it's Should probably just a bug, but Should it looks very big from it? here. It seems like it's having a blast in there, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks like it's water skiing. Should I try to get it? Depends
0: on what it is, but maybe. If it's a bee, then yes. It's it looks like a like a dog dog paddling. Had a girl.
1: It was a bee, but it was swimming around like it loves the water. <laughs>
0: oh my really, god.
1: That was really
0: <laughs> It didn't it look like a dog do it like doggy paddle?
1: Yes, it was just swimming around in there. Yeah. It was its head wasn't even underwater. <laughs> it was kicking. <sighs> so oh, what's little going animals. on?
0: What's going on with you? I had my ultrasound yesterday and my blood test yesterday. And God was just hoping, hoping, hoping that my levels, my blood tests would show lower HCG levels. Okay, let me take it back a second. So I think when I left you last week, my HCG was 633. That was Monday. And I knew that I had another appointment on Wednesday, at which point we would do another blood test and an ultrasound to determine if this was an ectopic pregnancy. As you remember, I was super bummed about this 633, this rising HCG. And I definitely didn't want to take the methotrexate. So I went to acupuncture and I said, get it. Out of me, She put some needles in my lower back and hooked me up to electricity and I lay there for an hour and then she sent me home with some Chinese herbs to take three times a day. I tried to tell my body to just let go of the embryo wherever it was because I knew it wasn't viable no matter where it was in my body. But I also started trying to accept that this was most likely going to be an ectopic pregnancy and that I was most likely going to have to do the methotrexate injection and put off trying for three more months. I'd stopped doing P-tests because I knew what they were going to show, a high HCG, but by the morning of the ultrasound, I still had my period after seven days, and I thought, well, maybe this means that my body is resolving this pregnancy. So I decided to do a P-test to see if there was any change. And there was. The line was darker. So I was prepared for bad news when I went to the clinic that day. My only hope was if Dr. Chung saw a sac in the uterus during the ultrasound. But... No luck. On the ultrasound, my uterine lining was thin as can be and there was no sac. She said this was a clinical marker of an ectopic pregnancy because if it was an intrauterine pregnancy, then the lining should be much, much thicker. She looked at my ovaries and she saw some follicles. She poked around for a while looking for a sac anywhere, but again, no luck. She did, however, see adjacent to my right ovary possibly a little collection of blood that may be suggestive of an ectopic. It wasn't looking good, folks. We were still in pregnancy of unknown location territory, and right now this was definitely leaning towards ectopic. She told me our only hope was if the blood test showed that my HCG was dropping, and I said, well, that's not likely, and then I told her about my P test that I'd done that morning. She said, okay, well, if the HCG reaches 1500 and we still can't see anything in the uterus, it's pretty clear that it's ectopic and that we should intervene. She said, I feel pretty convinced based on this ultrasound. Unless your numbers go down today, I'm pretty convinced that this is an ectopic. So we came up with a plan that I was comfortable with. If the HCG was up to 1500, then we would go ahead with the methotrexate injection the next day. If it wasn't, we could keep monitoring it. But at a certain point, you're just delaying the inevitable. The quicker we intervene, the quicker it'll all be over. Later on that day, she called me with the beta HCG results. 1070, baby! Still on the rise. And now back to Amanda. So that's an increase. Definitely not a good sign. She thought we should do methotrexate. That's the chemo drug. That's the chemo drug that will you know I won't be able to try again for three months. And why can't you try again
1: for three months?
0: I don't know. Methotrexate stops cell growth. Okay. I don't know specifically what that means for pregnancy. Maybe it just means you wouldn't be able to get pregnant. But I think... It's probably, if you got anything growing in you, it would get fucked up, I think. Let's talk about methotrexate officially. Although it is a chemotherapy drug, in early pregnancy, it is used in very small doses. Methotrexate stops the growth of rapidly dividing cells, such as embryonic, fetal, and early placenta cells. In some instances, depending on how your body responds to treatment, you may require a second dose. If an ectopic pregnancy continues after two or three doses of methotrexate, surgical treatment is needed to remove the ectopic pregnancy. During the week that you have your methotrexate injections, your HCG is tested several times. Your doctor will look for a drop in HCG levels, which is a sign that the pregnancy is ending. If your HCG levels have dropped enough after one week, you are then tested on a weekly basis until they are low enough to suggest that the pregnancy has safely ended. This usually takes about one month, but can take more than three months. What are possible side effects or risks of taking methotrexate? Most women have some abdominal pain, vaginal bleeding, or spotting may also occur. Other side effects may include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and dizziness. You are advised to wait a minimum of three months before trying for a future pregnancy. If you've had more than one dose of methotrexate, this will be extended to six months. This ensures that all the methotrexate has left your body with no effect on future pregnancies. Oh my god. Six months. I hope I don't need more than one injection. Okay. So the half-life of methotrexate in your bloodstream or your body would is about three months, according to the ASRM, the American Society of Reproductive Medicine. But according to ACOG, which is some other acronym <laughs> about reproduction, according to them, it's only one month. Oh. But my doc said, well, you could sort of, we could sort of average the two, but... But you want to be careful because you're using your yeah, I don't frozen want to do anything embryos. I don't want to do anything uh, reckless.
1: And you, since you are using your frozen embryos, it's you might as well just wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, the reason we're talking today is because
0: I want to talk about my future and what I'm going to do with my life for the next three months and beyond. And different options and you want me to tell you what to do (laughs) no I want to tell you all of the ideas that I'm having
1: okay so when when, and then you tell me Molly no (laughs) (laughs) so when would you take this chemo drug well first of all I have a question what would happen if you didn't take the drug and and you just let nature take its course it could keep growing
0: and that could cause a rupture of my fallopian tube and you could die yeah life-threatening insane i mean that would most like not not the death part that won't most right. likely happen but i think that if it keeps growing it'll rupture my fallopian tube would rupture if it's in my fallopian tube i don't know if there's a chance that it would just resolve on its own if it was ectopic i don't i'm not sure about that Bring! Um, oh i see that's your cue
1: to yourself to yeah. do an insert yeah
0: Can ectopic pregnancies resolve on their own? You know, before I read the following, I kind of thought, no. But then I found this study or a review of 1703 ectopic pregnancies over the course of 11 years. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. Hmm, maybe, maybe they can. So these 1,703 women were admitted to an Israeli hospital. 620 required immediate surgery, but the rest were assigned to the watchful waiting protocol, where their HCG ups and downs would be closely monitored before administering methotrexate. So 674, which is 62%, had spontaneous resolutions, while 409, or 38%, had rising HCG levels and had to get the methotrexate. Now, I don't know if this is a valid study because I don't know about stuff like that, but regardless of the conclusions of this particular study, it's obviously clear that a good portion of ectopic pregnancies resolve on their own.
1: Sorry, so when would you take the chemo drug? Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, and is there downtime? So,
0: so I, I actually after after she called and she said it was ten seventy, and she she suggested we do the methotrexate tomorrow, and I said, what if we do one more blood test just as like a hail mary? So we decided that I would do that on Friday morning, and wait for the results, and if they're lower, yeah, then we monitor, continue monitoring right. it. Uh, But the thing is, it can go down and it can go back up. Mm. And so she told me a story of a woman who's went down to 30. And so the woman thought, oh, it's resolved. It's done. And then it came back to like 400 or something. So it's kind of like, why
1: even really She says it's
0: like you're prolonging the inevitable and and get it resolved sooner than later. But at the same time, if it's not ectopic, we don't know it's ectopic, So if it's just too small to be seen on an ultrasound, maybe it will resolve on its own and come out on its own. Right. And that number will start dropping. Right. So she said we could do one more blood test, but we'll get the results early afternoon tomorrow and then I'll be ready to go in for the uh, injection tomorrow afternoon, which is probably what's going to happen. Okay. And I'm at peace with that now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I've come to terms with it and, you know... Yeah, one good thing is that my grandmother's 100th birthday is April 24th
1: amazing
0: and there was a I I Wondered a little bit about the timing of a transfer and whether or not I'd be able to make it you're going home Oh, I mean I yeah for For sure. I mean I always plan on going home But then when I thought oh no, I can't transfer for a month. I was worried that I would have to Figure something else out or I don't know what so that's great. That's amazing. My mom says that everybody's coming over in March to do an apple tree trimming. (laughs) We have a bunch of apple trees, yeah. And she said you can come home for the trimming. I don't, I don't know what that is. She says somebody's coming in to teach them all how to trim the trees, and my brother Bill and his family are all going to help. So that
1: sounds lovely. It sounds fun to me. So maybe you'll spend some time in New York,
0: right? And then there's like all kinds of fun ideas like, see, the problem is that I have all these fun ideas, but I can't actually do any of them so because what, I don't have me, money. Well, walk
1: me through. Okay. So three months. This is three months until the next transfer.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's see. Where would that put us? If I do methotrexate tomorrow, what's the
1: date? 27th? It's the 29th, I think. Oh, good grief. I think it is. That's, so, so let's
0: call it March 1st right yeah. now. So March, April, May. So, my
1: next. No, sorry, tomorrow might be the 28th because I think. Well, 29th is the it's, leap day. And leap day, I believe, <laughs> is Saturday. <laughs> Bleep. Bal-ula-loop. This is Molly chiming in. Turns out that leap year is the 29th. Here's information on leap year. Here's what you need to know. Back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, so
0: March, April, May. So then I would start transfer, try
1: again on ju- in June. Summer. That sounds fun. It sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then when okay. you get pregnant in June, when will you have your baby? June, July? Oh, I don't
0: like to go. No, Stop, 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 stop. Don't tell me because okay. I don't like
1: it. I don't. You don't like that sort of I thinking I, ahead. You're just taking I can't it day think by ahead. day. It makes me
0: feel upset.
1: Okay, well, I have the due date in my head. (laughs) I don't want to know. Okay.
0: So, okay, there's a couple of things. One is that I've been thinking more and more that I don't need assisted reproductive, whatever it's called, technology. Okay. That I can get pregnant on my own. Yeah. I know I've got these embryos. I know I've got these eggs. I'm pissed off that since September, I have not been trying, basically. I mean, I haven't been using my own current eggs, and I was able to get pregnant last year after just four tries. I'm just... I've spent, what, I don't know, $30,000 that I don't have? Maybe? I don't know if that's way more or way less. I have no idea. I'm just fucking pissed.
1: So I'm just thinking about finding a known donor again. Do you feel like you jumped the gun on moving to egg retrieval (sighs) and IVF? I think because I
0: was so impatient after the miscarriage. So
1: you and had, losing Zach. You that, had one miscarriage before going, or did you have two? After I had the miscarriage, I went to IUIs. And did either either of those?
0: I had four IUIs, and the third one I had a chemical pregnancy. Right. I think because I was I was so because I wanted to be pregnant so much after the miscarriage, and because I was kind of I don't want to say hurt. But I guess I can say it because I, I was kind of hurt that I didn't have Zach anymore. Uh, and it was too emotional to try and find another donor at the time. I was just like, well, I have to get this done. I've got to do this right now. I can't rely on anyone. I can't. Re- yeah. Yeah. And I really thought I could with Zach. So, yeah, that's when I went to the sperm bank idea. And I, I, I'm, I'm OK with the sperm bank idea. I'm OK with everything. It's just that I feel like I can do it naturally. hmm. And so I was thinking, I've got three months, I could do (laughs) a road trip across the United States and stopping
1: looking for donors. Oh my God. (laughs) I've got lots of fun ideas. I'm imagining you like going to country bars. Oh, yes. Oh my God, that's my dream. (laughs) Truck stops. Oh my God. Diners, roadside diners. Go on or if
0: my listeners have anybody and they're out in the the boondocks and they want me to stop in, or if my listeners have a, a big important story they want to share with me, I could stop by so you're essentially saying you want to take sperm cast on the road. I want to, but it's unrealistic. Completely. What about it is unrealistic? My car is crap, and if I if I'm not home working, then I don't have any income, right yep. I just don't have money. Also, and it's, you know, whatever, pilot season, but I've had one audition this year so far, so. Yeah, pilot
1: season is a lie. (laughs) It's a fun idea, but it's definitely unnecessary for wanting to find another sperm donor. You know, we have the internet and you reach a lot of people. Oh, I know, but I want to get out of here. You're Why? You want to get out of LA for a
0: little while? I want to hear the other things that I want to do. I want to go to Iceland by myself and just drive around slowly because i went there for a week when i was uh, in 2012 with my brother but we raced around the island in one in w- one week the whole thing and it be oh bye, bye honey bye. love you we decided you to podcast
1: oh, we did? yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bye bye honey where's he going He's got a Conan session. That's
0: nice. Yeah. How oh, did you know Amanda's husband Matt is the producer of Conan O'Brien's very successful hit podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? And they don't need any extra advertising because they have millions of listeners. But you know what? Matt pops up in it all the time, and uh, he's funny. So you should go listen for that reason. Iceland. I mean, there's that. There's Alberta, Amazing. Canada. Remember how I wanted to go to Alberta?
1: Yeah, that would be so I, mean, I don't have to go to
0: these things alone. I just, if you want to come. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: would want to go to Alberta. I've never been to Iceland either.
0: You can't travel when you're doing fertility treatments or you're at the, the mercy of your, um, your menstrual cycle. Right. And you have to be in a certain place at a certain time of the month. And also, if you get pregnant or if you just did an IUI or something like that, or if you've got a ton of... If your ovaries are swollen from all the follicle stimulation, then you can't do physical things like climb a mountain or, or right a lot of things. I haven't been able to do a lot of things or able to plan ahead because I, I don't know what's going to be happening in my body. Right. So my friend Trisha goes camping all the time, and I'm always like, mm, I don't know if I'll be able to go because I don't know if I'll be pregnant or not. And she goes on these amazing backwoods backpacking trips, and I'm just like... Ugh, just mad at
1: myself <laughs> because do you feel you should have been doing that kind of stuff? Being being a little bit less.
0: Yeah, careful, but I'm not, but, I don't regret that I've that I've
1: tried so yeah. hard, but it's just like I just wish that I could do these things, do anything. And now you have three months, and you can pick one thing and do it. Yeah, I think I don't feel except I, for the money. Except problem. Except for the money problem. So, but can't it, there has to be a solution to that? Yeah, make a lot of money real quick. You need. You just need like a. You need five thousand dollars to fall in your lap, right? Yeah. Would that solve the issue? Yeah. That would send you on a trip.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Um.
1: i think there's a way i mean even if you like take one say you take one month and you like hustle for some work do some more bonus content for the pod sell a little merch. I don't know, try to find do a live show and make five hundred bucks. I don't know where you can do that. And then you have still have two months to maybe go on a trip on the third month if you save up. But also if you go somewhere, can't you rent out your house? If I
0: rent out my side of the house then I'd have to worry about the other the people making noise on either side.
1: Right, right. So
0: it's weird. But I can have somebody stay at the house and clean that the Airbnb.
1: Right. Does that make sense? So you sense? could still Run, Yeah, run the Airbnb. They could,
0: they could stay and be careful about noise, but they could have a place to live for a month. Yeah. Or whatever.
1: I mean, that sounds... I feel like you totally would benefit from having a trip. I know. And there's a way to do a trip that doesn't cost a ton of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I did Iceland, I would just stay in hostels. Right.
0: And then I looked at the um, the flights from New York or the round trip from New York is three
1: something. So that's nothing. Yeah. So you could totally do Iceland. It's just not being home to make money. Yeah, but if you go, for, you can take a week and and go. Right,
0: but that would be that would ha- also have to be included in like a New York trip, so that it would be more than a week.
1: Right, but you're planning to go home to New York anyway, right? For a couple of days here and there, for the uh,
0: apple tree trimming. for the trimming trimming,
1: <laughs> and for your grandma's birthday,
0: well, I gotta do both. Right. Well, I definitely have to do grandma's, nana's. Don't go to the trimming.
1: Your mom will understand. She's really excited. <laughs> she, she's, but just go to grandma's and then the time, the four days you would go to the trimming, push it to seven and go to Iceland on your own.
0: And I don't have to be on my own again. I, mom, you can come. Oh, yes. Okay. With mom. your mother. I mean, I did say on my own earlier, but mom... Totally come. <laughs> well, she's
1: your mom, that counts as Amanda.
0: You can come too.
1: Me you yeah. and my mom. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I don't know, but I I understand feeling stressed about money. I get that, but I do think there's a way, and you totally deserve, even if it's doing some sort of special premium content month for this. I'm sure your listeners I don't would understand wanna, how what that would be. Like do some up some Patreon incentives. You know, How? say like $10 and you're going to get this really fun, highly produced episode where I check back in with all your favorites from the last four seasons of Spermcast. And we talk to some of the don't, you know, whatever. We can put something together and then charge people for it. Hmm. And then make a little money that way as like a special, let's send Molly on a, th- a trip. <laughs> Bonus episode. Okay, Amanda,
0: but what if we we do all this checking in with all these other people and only three people sign up
1: <laughs> <laughs> to buy the episode? Yes. Well, then your listeners are assholes. <laughs> no, and we know not. that's not true. <laughs> like, yeah. how many listeners do you get? It's only about 2000 an episode. Everyone give $2. To my Venmo. Yeah. I know, but you do you feel sleazy about trying to do something like no, that? No, but oh. I feel bad.
0: <laughs> I feel bad for anybody... That's already been giving to the Patreon for so long right. that, that they should have to give another two dollars, an extra two dollars. But, but it's that not... is a cool point. It's just like if everybody and I, but I would literally need everybody to do
1: it. If but everybody went to my Venmo and gave two dollars, you could go on a nice trip. This is the thing about this. Like normally I roll my eyes at. Certain GoFundMe is when people are trying to raise money for things that it's like, well, that's just life. People are I, dying? I, no, I understand the medical emergency ones. Those are no, 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 no. I'm just
0: saying I agree with you because some the medical emergencies are important, and then
1: someone who's saying raise money because I, I got a flat tire. You know, it's that <laughs> always honestly makes my skin crawl. Uh, even though that's just me being judgmental, I under like there's really no no harm in that if people want to ask their communities for cash because they're having a hard time for whatever reason. But this is the difference. You're not receiving charity. People are donating to your Patreon and they're getting, you're providing goods in return in the form of content and people love the podcast and they enjoy it. So people aren't doing you any favors by donating to the Patreon. They're doing that because they want more of your podcast. I think so. Most of them. Maybe there's a few family members who donate and never listen. That's right. Okay. So, but that's not the majority. The majority of the people are... Or there's my mom who listens
0: and pays $25 a month, (sighs) but she doesn't read the Patreon or listen to any of the content. Is your mom just the best or what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. So this is the thing. This is why you don't have to feel like you're receiving favors from your listeners Mm -hmm. because they're enjoying the podcast. No, that's true. It's not charity. That's true. But all I'm saying is I think if if you decide what you really want to do with your three months, there's a way for you to raise a little bit of money, not through even crowdsourcing, but through getting paid to do what you're doing anyway, which is do these podcasts. I think there's a way for you to make a little extra cash and go on a trip. Well, can we
0: just say right now, ask everybody to give me
1: $2? (laughs) Yeah. Let's try. See how much you get. (laughs) <laughs> you do this podcast for free. I don't know. It's what's crazy
0: is that I might have to ask for real money later on if I have to adopt or if I have to I
1: see so you're saving it. Right. You're saving up your ass. <laughs> I see what you're saying. How many page, how much Patreon do you got?
0: 7.40. Speaking of, I want to give a big thank you to my latest Patreon subscribers. We have Sarah D and Katie VT. Thank you guys so much. For anybody else who's not already a subscriber, go ahead. Go and subscribe. Go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. There's lots and lots of content up there. And you get real-time updates from me every time I find out some ridiculous thing about my uterus. But I love the idea of you getting to
1: go on a trip. Yeah. Cause this might be one of, you know, the last times you can really go. I mean, cause you're going to jump back into fertility stuff, yep. whether it's through IVF or doing it on your own. And then, you know, at the end of the day, at some, you know, somehow you're going to end up with having a kid. So yeah. And of course you'll do a baby moon. Right. In Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going to Iceland. <laughs> But no, I think that sounds fun, but I, I understand money is a concern. Do you think concern. there are
0: handsome Nordic men in um, Iceland that want to donate sperm? I do. Do you think that if I was walking w- around in the streets at night alone, I would be safe?
1: In Iceland? Yeah. I really don't know much about the crime there. I don't feel like it's, I feel like it's zero. I feel I feel like it's safe. <laughs> but I would encourage you maybe not to just be wandering the streets <laughs> late at night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywhere right. you go, Anywhere. even here in LA, <laughs> even in LA, yeah. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What's the other thing, other than go on a trip? That no, that's it. I do think you need to kind of shake yourself out of this routine mm-hmm. that you're you've been in. This sort of constant. It's been so much nonstop for how long? A year and a half. What? A year. The
0: podcast or the trying? whole the whole thing. I mean, the podcast is two years now. Um, Two years probably in March or April, and then trying since November of 2018.
1: Yeah, so I think you should do something for yourself. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I I mean, even if that's not going on a big expensive trip, but doing something, somehow shifting the energy of how you're living your day-to-day life to do something fun. Yeah. What else is there? I mean, what would you do if you just were kind of home the whole time for the next three months? Obviously, you still have all the other home in work New York. Do. No, home here, just kind of doing your same thing. But is there anything else you I, could? I mean, I, I I just have
0: creative
1: creative projects, but that's like I just don't know if what I would do if
0: I was here. Day trips, <laughs> <laughs> you could hike. There's hikes. Um, I have a friend in Reno. Who I could. I'd like to drive up there and visit. So then I told Amanda about this friend. Now I want to protect his identity, but I do want to say what I told Amanda, which was that I asked him for his sperm. And, <laughs> you know, we're talking about it. He's married. His wife is all about it. They have a kid. She loves the idea that their, their kid would have a half-sibling. He's maybe okay with the idea, but he wants to have custody of the kid if I die. And I wasn't sure my mom would like that idea.
1: Oh, <laughs> and who would you want to have the baby? I'd, I thought my
0: mom would be upset by that, but I asked my mom, and she's like, "No, he can have have her." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems
1: fair that they could have the baby if you die.
0: <laughs> but but he would be on my road trip of of sperm donors.
1: Could you do sort of a, a mini road trip of sperm donors, maybe over a long the weekend, up and down the coast? I mean, well, Reno is not really coastal. <laughs> That's true. What else? If what's on the way to Reno or just past Reno? Bakersfield. <laughs> I'm, oh my god! I think a, a cross, or a, not a cross country, yeah, a coastal or a slightly inland four-day weekend sperm quest road trip sounds great i don't know amanda isn't there a creative way that you can provide a service for your listeners and and raise some money i don't know i think on patreon you can add special incentives i i don't know how to make that work I, i'm not really sure but i think you could do and something. i would love to
0: sell merch but i can't think of any i can make macrame hanging plant <laughs> baskets Oh, you want to
1: make your own merch? No, I'm just saying that's what I can't think of anything good to sell. What about that app where you can people pay for a message from you? People aren't going to want that from me. What's that called? Cameo. Cameo. Uh. I charge a hundred dollars for a cameo. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, you're gonna want that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I do think you got the right attitude though about doing something different with the next three months. Let's say I do, the, I just do whatever, do my regular life for the next three months, and
0: I'm here, and I'm whatever, and I'm just doing interviews. Is there a theme? Oh,
1: that I could do for the next three months. I think there is. What is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah, that could be interesting. What are some... Listeners,
0: if you have any ideas for a theme for the next three months, I would love to hear the ideas. You can email me. Because you're not going to have a lot of material. That's, I know. I got nothing to talk about and I won't be having these ups and downs. Yeah. I'm going to be so level-headed. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I know. It's going to And I've been boring. like, I have tons of women that I want to interview, but not till I'm pregnant. Why? Because I want to talk about pregnancy and parenting and all that stuff. And I just, it just, I've been waiting to ask them if they'll be on my podcast. Like I, people who specialize in like, um, eco-friendly parenting and, but, uh, but lots of people I want to talk to in the parenting and pregnancy world, but I don't want to do that yet. I see. Just thematically.
1: It doesn't, it's not (laughs) right. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think that's a that could be interesting to do some sort of, even if it's not, uh, would you ever take a break from the podcast for a little while? Um, or?
0: I would, but then I'm afraid that I would lose um,
1: listeners and I'm afraid that I'd lose patrons. Well, you could do one um, once a week for them. Uh, Yeah, or or just say I'm going to do two mini-episodes on Patreon, so for take a month off the normal pod, and everyone join Patreon if you want more Spermcast. Maybe I could do two mini-episodes a month for three months. It just depends on what you
0: want, what you feel like. And then I don't want to start season four until I'm pregnant. It's just something I had in my mind this whole time. Like, I don't want to add another. I don't want another season. I just want to be in season four already. Yeah. And I think people get intimidated when they see like, oh, season five. Do people even
1: see that stuff, though? On Apple Podcasts. But I don't believe that Spotify or other platforms separate the shows into seasons. Mm. But uh, let me know if you think of a good theme. Okay, so everyone, now is the time you pull out your phone. Mm-hmm. Molly, what's your Venmo? <laughs> it's Molly hyphen hockey. Okay, everyone, pull out your phone and send Molly You first, Amanda, where's hockey. your phone? I don't have my phone on me. Well, I'll, I'll Venmo you then. No. That's not how it works? I'm you can send re- me, send me a money request. <laughs> I will. I'm going to request $2 from I everyone request- I know. <laughs> send Molly... Two dollars. If you don't have two dollars, then send her a dollar. But if no, okay, if you don't have two dollars, then find it. Find the money. Search the couch cushions.
0: Okay, I know you're dying to give me two dollars, and you're probably logging into your Venmo right now. But hold on, I need you to wait until the end of the episode. No spoilers, but I. Need you to listen to the whole episode before you give me $2. Okay, Let's on.
1: get Molly to Iceland. She wants to wander those streets alone at night. It's <laughs> the only place safe enough for her to go and do her midnight street walking. <laughs> Okay, I requested it, Amanda. Okay, I'll send you two dollars.
0: Uh, just to let you guys know, Amanda still has not responded to my Venmo request.
1: <laughs> it's not hard, you guys. We can get Molly to Iceland. <laughs> get Molly to Iceland, or else she's going to stop doing the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to do the podcast
0: from Iceland with my camera. i take photographs. Bring all my gear up there. Stay that would be in amazing. hostels.
1: I bet you definitely, definitely find get a, sperm, a hitchhike. sperm donor in Iceland. Oh, please don't hitchhike. In Iceland? Come on. I don't think so. It's got to be safe. I don't think so. I don't think, like, hitchhiking is something, maybe a relic of the past. It's not something... You don't do that anymore? I've never done it. I used to do it in high school. No. It was not safe. Amanda. I would only do it with my girlfriends, but <laughs> it was stupid. <gasps> Did you get in men's cars? Yeah. Wow. we go wow. hitchhike to the beach. You are wild. Bad, right? <laughs> I know. Sometimes we'd hitchhike to go through Taco Bell drive through
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because you didn't want to go inside?
1: I don't know what we were doing. We were just living You weren't the doing edge. drugs. We were not doing drugs. That's funny. That, so you, this were was our... to, it, you were trying to be a rebel. Honestly, we just needed a ride. Yeah. Otherwise, it was the bus. How many times do you think you hitchhiked? Probably like three. Oh, okay. So it wasn't something we did regularly. It was just mm. everyone's... Every, there's only three times I can really remember hitchhiking. <laughs> All right, I should let you go now. Okay, well, Molly, I support you going on some sort of trip. I think you can make it work.
0: I got to think of the thing. I got to think of how to make it work. And I got to think of, I also got to think of the theme, unless the I don't theme. do anything. But. I mean, a theme would be really fun. I mean, fun. The, theme, the theme
1: could be known donor search again. Oh, go back to your roots. Yeah. Yeah, that could be really fun. And now I feel like your story is so out there that you'd have a lot of interested parties, even more than before. hmm <laughs> And maybe some people who you interviewed in the first place will have come around. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that could be fun to just start doing those again. Yeah. All okay, right. Okay, well, can't wait to hear what you figure out. Thanks, Amanda.
0: Thanks for your help. No problem. Bye, everyone. So last week, I really was thinking about finding a new known donor. I mean, I was—I couldn't stop thinking about it. I even reached out to a guy I'd been on a date with, actually two dates with, from Bumble. After our second date, I texted him and I said, I don't think I'm in the mood for dating anymore based on my current situation. And he understood. But uh, then I sent him this text message. Hold on, let me find it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I wrote... When we had dinner, I had just done an embryo transfer, and I didn't want to tell you. After that, I was kind of pregnant, and now I'm having a miscarriage. I didn't want to go into the full details. So anyway, you can see how I might not have been in the right mindset for dating. I'm still not really, but I am thinking about changing directions and looking for a known sperm donor rather than anonymous, and the only person I thought of was you. Flattered? (laughs) Gotta keep it flirty. If you're open to talking about it even if it's just theoretical I'd love to talk and in case it crossed your mind this is not a gimmick for my podcast I'm just feeling I'm just feeling really discouraged by all this assisted reproduction and wish I could go back to the natural way even if I just try for a month or two I just feel like I can do this on my own without all the doctors also obviously no pressure I'm a stranger but I am really fun <laughs> Oh my god uh, then he called me immediately and he said, he's open to the idea. In fact, he said, I have a good feeling about you. He even used the word stoked. So we made a plan to talk about it a couple days later. And then a couple days after that, I got this text message. He writes, hi, okay, so I've been thinking about it, giving you my sperm this week, and ultimately, my gut is telling me no. It's a profound thought, though, and thank you for asking me. It gave me a good chance to see life through a different, important lens. I'm still down for hanging out, though. Okay, fine, so that's not going to work out, but I really am thinking about the known donor thing again. And then there's that Just a Baby app where you can find known donors and co-parents and all that stuff. And I've been signed up on it for like a year, but I've never talked to anybody on it yet. But maybe I'll give that a whirl and see what happens. Alright, so Friday morning rolled around I still had my period, which I thought was curious But this was the morning of my Hail Mary blood test The plan was to do the blood test early in the morning Then if the numbers had dropped off, which is not likely No methotrexate And if the numbers were the same or higher I'd drive back to the clinic And I would do the methotrexate injection in the early afternoon I waited, and I waited, and I waited And then 1pm rolled around So I called the office Because if I had to go in for the injection and I needed to get there by 2 or 3, and it's an hour away. So we were starting to cut it close. Eventually, the nurse called, and I recorded this. The nurse just called to tell me that the doctor hasn't reviewed my numbers yet and that she'll call me back soon, but that my numbers did drop. And I asked her what they dropped to, and I think she said something like 529, which is huge, and... I don't think that Dr. Chung will make me come in and do the methotrexate at this point. Maybe she'll just let me do more monitoring. So then I hung up the phone and I I realized I was shaking. <laughs> shaking like I had gotten a positive pregnancy test. <laughs> it's like my first good news in a while, and this good news is the worst news. <laughs> but it's still really good news. <laughs> and then I called my mom and told her I think this is good news again what if they're not I mean what if Dr. Chung calls and says no you've got to come and do it (laughs) I don't think she'll make me do it though I don't think she'd make me do anything ever but I don't even know if it would be her recommendation to do it but anyway um (sighs) I just feel like this is good news It's just so crazy to be happy over this shitty situation. (laughs) My only good news in all of these months is related to something really shitty, which is basically just a miscarriage. (laughs) I'm crying with happiness because I'm having a miscarriage. It was pretty good news So I waited for the doctor to call me back And eventually Erin called again, the nurse And she told me that Dr. Chung said That I don't have to do the methotrexate injection And that I could come in in a week for my next beta-HCG test Unbelievable Unbelievable So then I called my mom again And most of the conversation went like this (laughs) Fun.
1: Oh. I like crying. I know it's just do. so absurd.
2: It's I so know. absurd.
0: Dude, you're a mess of hormones too. You, 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 <laughs> you are. Yeah. Like, you are a hormone. Yeah. yeah. No, just the, the release. It's
1: <laughs> very hard. Yeah. No, I you? Was there a part of you still thinking it was a
2: live person? No. 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 It yeah. was, it was, it's just the feeling of not waiting for four months.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's. I just want this to be over. I don't want to prolong it anymore. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's not over yet, but this is a good thing.
2: This is a good thing. Do you, um, is the, is the bleeding see. still...
0: Ah, yes, the bleeding. Well, I emailed the doctor just to... Make sure she knew and uh, let's see I wrote I'm so happy the HCG is going Down I know it's not a guarantee but I'm just so Happy to have good ish news I know You said to come back in a week for my next blood Test I'm wondering if I could go Sooner than a week just for confirmation that It's trending down but if you feel like 500 Is a significant drop and that I don't need to worry About it rising significantly then I can totally Wait also not sure if it matters At all but I should let you know that I am Bleeding a bit it's not a heavy flow but for The last four days it's been a consistent light Medium flow Then I asked her another question. I said, and thanks for the thoughts on exercise. I asked her about exercise earlier. Now I have another, much more awkward question for you. I've been avoiding men altogether for a month. When do you think I can get back on the horse? (laughs) And then I said, I really don't get half as much action as I let on. I'm just curious. She wrote, I was so relieved to see that your numbers were going down today. And I'd prefer that we stick with a one-week testing interval. The bleeding is definitely a normal sign that this pregnancy is resolving, so not to worry. As for getting back on the horse, lol, I would wait until next week when we can be certain the beta is continuing to drop, and if you're going to have sex at any time between now and when the beta is negative, you will need to use a condom. Cannot risk you getting pregnant while monitoring a resolving PUL would make things way too confusing. Hope that all makes sense. Have a great weekend. Warmest regards, Dr. Chung. Well... Luckily I don't have anybody to have sex with But I was just, you know, curious in case anything comes up You never know, you know I'm 41, you know, life is wild But maybe more than the curiosity about having sex Is the curiosity about using this month to try and get pregnant with a known donor A lot of people get pregnant right after they have a miscarriage But she's right, if I do get pregnant and I still have HCG in my system from this, whatever this was this month, we won't know if I'm pregnant with a new embryo or if my HCG is on the rise because this ectopic pregnancy is still there and still acting weird. And if there's suspicion that the HCG is rising because it's this old ectopic, then, you know, I might be pregnant with uh, another baby from the next round, but I still might have to do methotrexate because we don't know why my HCG numbers are rising. Hmm. All right. So definitely need to wait on attempting a pregnancy this month. And here's another wrench in the gears. I did an ovulation test this morning and yesterday and looks like my LH is surging now. Maybe. Hold on. I have to look something up. Okay, I just looked up when one Might expect to ovulate after a Miscarriage and it says this, you may have Heard that some women experience long cycles After a miscarriage. If you start your period On the first day you get a negative pregnancy Test, it's possible that you will ovulate Around your usual, that time, that cycle When you are pregnant, the pregnancy hormone HCG is elevated and it can Take some time until this hormone level Drops. HCG is the hormone That pregnancy tests detect And suppresses your normal ovulation Process. Until it drops below 5m some unit of measurement your next cycle will not start falling hcg levels don't necessarily correlate with when you experience bleeding you might bleed for a few days or weeks but still have relatively high levels of hcg in your system you can consider your next cycle as starting when hcg levels are below 5m IUML, confirmed either through a blood test or a home pregnancy test Okay, that's interesting. So what does it mean that my ovulation predictor kits are showing that I am ovulating right now? Hold on, I gotta look that up. Okay, I think I found some interesting information. Like I said, my test showed that my LH was elevated, so I was confused. Like, Am I ovulating now and I still have my period or I'm still having this loss? Well, I found this thing. It says, although LH will not remain high after pregnancy, it is important to remember that the chemical makeup of HCG is very similar to that of LH. While pregnancy tests can tell the difference between LH and HCG, ovulation tests cannot. Therefore, an ovulation test may show a positive result if you have HCG levels that are at or above an LH test's detection sensitivity for LH. Because it will detect high levels of HCG hormone. Can you believe it? So ovulation tests. The ones that test for LH. Can sometimes read as positive. When it's actually showing a positive. Because it's picking up the HCG. So when the HCG is out of my system. Then I can test again to see if I've got a. When I have a rise in LH. And maybe you know I can find the perfect candidate. Before that happens to do a home insemination. I'm not saying I will. Look, all options are on the table at this point. That's all I'm saying. So now, hopefully, I have a month. And I think what Amanda said is still right. I still need to shake myself out of this routine that I've been in. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet. So I do still want to hear some themes that you might want me to talk about for the next couple of months. And I don't want you to Venmo me $2. Because, look, honestly, I am saving up my ask. In case I have an emergency down the road and I don't have the money to pay for it. Like an emergency, like a fertility emergency or an adoption emergency or some procedure that I need. I'm saving up my ask for that, okay? But thank you for considering giving me $2 on Venmo. And if you do want to help support the podcast and support me and this job, of course you can always go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast and subscribe Okay fine if you want to go to Venmo If that's easier for you and you want to send me money I'm not going to stop you But I am going to ask you again in the future if I need to Okay alright But again I do not expect anything on Venmo I think I'm going to end the show now I mean this episode Because I have things that I need to do Hey look thank you so much Please send me your ideas for the next few episodes If you've got any Uh, And let me know if you want to donate your sperm to me Preferably you're under 40 Your wife is okay with it You don't carry cystic fibrosis Alpha 1 or Pompey disease and You're a good dude And um, you don't have STDs Did I mention that already? Oh and you're not an alcoholic But I'm a little more flexible on that these days <laughs> And you know I hope you don't have panic attacks But look I'm desperate at this point point. And you know if you can sing You've got a leg up Email me any thoughts or suggestions at spermcast at gmail.com. Call me or text me at 323-741-1818. That's 323-741-1818. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Spermcast. I'm active on Instagram. I'm terrible at the other ones, but, you know, do whatever you want. And what else? Oh, of course, you've got to subscribe, rate, and review. I love your reviews. They make me so happy. I read them when I'm feeling down. You guys help me just as much as I help you. So thank you all so much for that. And keep them coming. I think there's like 400, maybe even like 450 ratings there. And a good amount of reviews. I could always use more. It really, really helps. Okay, I'm out of here. Love you. Hope you have a wonderful week. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, to white. Tiny adds with an
1: underbite. I just need An Eerios production. Powered by ACAS.
2: Hold up. What was that?